Culture House. Welcome to this episode 230. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hello. Hey, what's up, everybody? And this is Bobby, and we are back for another week uh, going over the last uh, Vancouver game, right? Vancouver. That ended up in the draw. Yeah. That was the team, right? Okay, yeah. That was it. Yep. That was... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, not very memorable. For a minute, right? I forgot. But, but... but Honestly, it's, it's, not, it's not a anomaly for you to forget which team they played because it was this game was definitely one to forget it was a loss uh yeah a loss that we got one point out of so if you look at it that way then maybe that was good i mean i definitely think it's good because of where we're sitting still and we haven't plummeted down or anybody's gone over us so so I think that's a very good thing yeah. still. So. Uh, who was it, Nashville, that you said, Lewis, uh, went from, like, second to fifth after one loss? Yeah, I mean, that, that that's oh, just... You know, it could have been, been worse. It could be 100% worse. I mean, worse. The, the thing is that, the thing is, is that uh, this is an MLS thing. Uh, this isn't new to any of us, or it shouldn't be new to any of us. Uh, a couple games... Uh, can get you from like first place to out of the playoffs, right? I mean, how many times were we like down in the dumps, just look like crap, and like you do realize that if we win like two games, we're back in the playoffs. So it's definitely an MLS thing. Um, Galaxy were literally a victory away from being in first place uh, halfway uh, into the season, and um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. They stay in third. Uh, but uh, only four points ahead of Colorado, who has two games on us and who mm. will be uh, an opponent that will uh, pretty soon the Galaxy will have to face uh, in an extremely tough stretch uh, we, of the schedule. We and we'll talk about Colorado that yet. Have we, we have played Colorado played. yet this no, season? We, we haven't. We right? have not played. So we're, we're gonna That's we're gonna get, we're we're gonna talk about this uh, later. But we're, we're playing Colorado and we're playing Minnesota, both teams uh, who we have not seen so far this year. So halfway into the season, only playing in your conference, and you have yet to see Colorado and Minnesota. By the way, we haven't seen Houston either. So um, weird, yeah. Just like, yeah, a lot of weirdness there. Uh, but we'll talk about the schedule a little later on in the show. Let's go ahead and get into the game. Um, once again, guys, once again, the voodoo is real. Yeah, man. And, and just <laughs> here's the thing, Lewis. Here's the thing. I spoke to a lot of people after the game, and uh, a lot of them expressed the disappointment of um, we could have been, we missed an opportunity. We could have been in first place. We should have been this you know, low, lowly team in Vancouver. And I had to remind them every single person that I spoke to, I had to remind them. I said, look, Vancouver has had our number. They have some sort of voodoo over us. So the fact that we got a draw out of this, I think I'm okay with that. Yes. It's, it's not a great result, but on the, on the other, on the other side of the coin, I'd rather really not be in first in the West. I know that sounds weird, but this team doesn't deserve it yet. It, they do not deserve to be in first place because as soon as you hit that first place mark, every team is gunning for you. You sit right below, you lay in wait, and you pounce when the time is right. I mean, that's one way of looking at it. I, I don't entirely agree with you. I see what you're saying. You don't want to peak, right? You don't want to peak right now. This is not where you want to like this you're going to get a taste of first place and then you'll never taste it again right you want to you want to end up in first place after playing 34 games and not 17 so i mean I, I i get that i'm not disappointed that we 
didn't win. And because of that, we don't end up in first place. That's not what I'm disappointed in. That's not what I'm upset about. Um, because as mentioned earlier, one game and that goes away, right? Um, we have a tough stretch coming up. And in those, in the next three games, which is in a week time, by the way, um, I highly doubt that we would have stayed in first place if I'm being perfectly honest. So it's a fun little benchmark. It's a fun little, you know, thing to say that, hey, you know, we we ended up in first place here. And uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's where you're going to end up. And so to some degree, I agree, but not really. What I'm disappointed in is well, the fact that you're dropping points at home. Right. Like, that's not a good thing, you know. Um and not only are you dropping points at home, you're dropping points at home to a non-playoff team. A team that's sitting a, in last place. But a play. non-playoff team, but a non-playoff team who admittedly has our number. Has our number. And I again, that is a frustrating thing because I don't understand why that's the case. I'm not sure if this is psychological at this point, which is weird because these players on half the team have never been a part of that. They're seeing Vancouver for the very first time. Half the team is seeing Vancouver for the very first time this season, right? Um, you can't even call it tactics. Um, GBS was there. Siggy was there. Um, I think Kinnear uh, did it as well. And now Greg Vanny. They just, for whatever reason, cannot get over Vancouver. So I know it's not tactics. Uh, it can't be that. Um, it can't be that, you know, this... this like, I mean, I, I can see how legit and Stare is, you know, might have that block, but that's about it, right? Maybe Jonah, but I just don't get it. it, it it's just frustrating. And, it, and it's weird because you're not even talking about like a good game. It's, I know people will say we play down to our opponents, but like, no, we, we kind of don't. Like, at least not this season. This season, we found a way to win, and we've been beating teams that we're supposed to be beating, albeit ugly, but you're you're beating them. Um, you did it against Vancouver the, the first time you played them. You know, you, you, you hung on, you, you lost the lead, and you got lucky uh, to escape with that victory. But you just don't look good against Vancouver. It's almost like, like I said, I, I honestly still don't have an explanation for it because it is a, a case where it's like, you know, you start off well, you, you, you've jumped to the, to the lead or you've jumped ahead where you look better, but then you just quickly give it up. It was all, it's almost identical. Like the script, like there. I, um, I feel like, I feel like Bobby has something poignant and succinct to say about this. No, actually I don't. I'm kind of agreeing wow. completely with Lewis right now. I don't. I'm not surprised. I'm not disappointed. I am disappointed in dropping points at home, just like Lewis said. Yeah. Um, I I live in the realistic world of understanding that we're we have a completely new team with a cycled uh, lineup and we're, we're a work in progress. Lot, yeah, we're a work in progress, especially in. And I've said it many times before. If you go back a few episodes. We're in the speed bump phase of the season. So everything's going to be bumpy. Things are not going to really hit correctly. You know, the we, we, the hubcap might fall off for a second. You know, it, it, it's, it's fine. It's a part of it. This is These are the tribulations that we need to be going through right now. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it's, speaking of, I mean, if you're talking about hubcaps, like, I feel like this is sort of the the part of the 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 league when you just got to make it to the pit. Like, if you can just make it to the pit, you know, like in in you know in decent shape, you know you're gonna get a new set of tires. You know you're gonna get you know some more gas. You're gonna get a couple of things swapped out, and you're gonna be rejuvenated and get ready to get back out there. Um, and and you're right. This is the time that we should be doing this. This is the time that it's okay for teams to do this. Um, obviously, you have a teams that come out and punch above their weight, like the way that Miami has and the way that uh, Chicago did this week. But that's not that's not the real, you know, the the way the the table is going to work out. You know what I mean? Like. I think that we're exactly where we're supposed to be in terms of where we are on the table. I think first place would have been a little bit too premature, as I said. We we once we get to that first place, we really really need to earn it. We can't get there by beating Vancouver's or so, Houston. So, or, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I can say I don't know if I can agree about the whole earning it thing because right now, if you just look at the 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 points differentials of all the teams, we're all basically holding hands. We're so close yeah. to each other. And that's like yeah. up like the almost like eight, eight teams or something. Yeah. The like gap it's about, for it's like, sure. It's no, it's really fucking like 10 teams. Fuck man. I mean like it's, they're all really pretty close. I mean, of course the top ones are much closer, but, but I mean, dude, like that's the thing. It, it, I think that's the indicative thing of the Western conference this season. It's I you have to be good for sure in order to get your wins and get and climb up the ladder and get your points. But more not more importantly, but just as importantly, you have to realize that the Western Conference is going to be a wild cycle because it's just going to be like this the whole season. I, I don't see I don't see many dropping down like a, a, a span of 10 to eight points from each other. Yeah, and this is what where I was. Bobby kind of just made my my, my point. What, what the point I was going to make, um, as far as earning, there's two ways I can say that. Number one, I don't care how you win a game, whether it's earned, whether it's lucky. Um, I don't care how you get a star on your jersey. You just do it. You know, if you don't put a goddamn shot on goal and you still get a star on your jersey, guess what? I'm gonna take it, whether it's earned or not. Right. So, um, but as far as being earned, Bobby's right. Okay. I mean, the fact that we were a victory away from possibly being in first place is kind of indicative of, you know, do we deserve to be in first place? You know, are we that good? Probably not. But you know what? It doesn't look like anybody else is really standing out either, right? So we thought Seattle was going to run away with this. Well, guess what? They're slumping. You know, they're dropping points at home. They, they haven't won a game, and they played on uh, at home the last three games. And we're talking about two teams that are uh, against two teams that are probably not going to make the playoffs. Um, and then Kansas City, who I said, look, I know they're a good team, but for when we played against them for 75 minutes, we looked like we were miles ahead of them. And we were playing in a very just a lot of stuff was going on in that game, right? We lost the game that we lost Chicharito. Um, I think that's when Rarellison had made his debut. We had lost, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, I don't remember if it was Jonah or Leggett. We lost one of them. Uh, they, he, they already had went to the to the national team. So, and then you ended up losing uh, Kulabali in that game. And for 75 minutes, you just dominated Kansas City. You just didn't have a scoring threat. And up until that point, you hadn't adjusted to, okay, 
how are we going to do this? How are we going to score, right? And so I didn't really give Kansas City that much credit. And now I look back at it, it's like, okay, they beat a slumping Seattle and then they go home and they lose to Dallas. So, you know, for as weird as the Galaxy results have been, Seattle and Kansas City, the two teams that are above them, have been, the, the results have been just as weird. And two points separate each of these teams. So I'm not really sure if we hadn't earned it. I think we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Um, and there's a couple of results that just didn't go our way. Um, would I say that we're world beaters? Would I say that we're favorites to win MLS Cup? Absolutely not. Um, but that's I, what I, I mean. Think, but that's, that's what I mean by not... But who is at, at, at the, at, in the Western Conference? I mean, I get that it's out there. I get that it's deserving. Who is truly deserving of yeah. first place? Well, I mean, New England. Not in the Western Conference. I get okay. it. I mean, at the beginning of the season, you could say for sure Seattle's deserving of that of that first place spot. Um, but I, as as much of MLS goes, you can't judge where everybody is in August, in July and August. you September, right. that's when you see teams starting to really make their moves and start vying for their positions. Um, so, again, undeserved, I, I think undeserved. And, and you shouldn't feel bad that the Galaxy didn't grab a hold of first place because it would be fleeting. But, well, I mean, it, it would be fleeting. But, I, but I, I mean, and like, again... It I want to when 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 I'm the galaxy grabs in. first place. When the galaxy grabs first place, I want them to grab it and not let it go. And I don't think right. that's possible right now. Oh no, no, one hundred percent, that's not possible right now. But it, it's. Well, I'm, and, and again, I'm okay. I'm, not, I'm okay. I've I've accepted where we are as a club right now, and where we are as a team in this current iteration that we don't deserve first place. That's what I mean when I say that. Okay, that that that's fair, and, and I can and, and I can agree to that one. Uh, or to at least uh, in that point of view, um, for me, I feel that th there's a couple things. Number one, I I'm not disappointed that we're not in first place. That's not what I'm disappointed in. Like I said, I'm just dropping points at home to a non-playoff team. That's that's disappointing. That's very disappointing, um, especially going into this very tough stretch of games where you're playing three games in seven days. Three games in seven days, not even nine. It's three games in seven days, and in the middle of that, okay, you're going to Minnesota, which is as far east as you're traveling since the season opener against Miami. This is far as, uh, out east that you're traveling. And then you got to come back in three days, play a team that's right behind you in the standings, two games on hand. And then three days later, play your arch rival who has not lost since they last played you almost two months ago. Oh, don't, don't forget the... <laughs> Don't forget the All-Star game and, right and, after and, that. Oh, yeah. And, and then that, 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 that wonderful All-Star game. Um, and then you play against uh, your other arch rival the following week. So um, it, it's, it's a tough stretch. Um, so um, dropping points before that, that's happening. Again, at home, it's like a lost opportunity. It's not about being in first place. It's like, man, these are points that you don't get back. These are points that at the end of the season, like, man, if we would have won this game. Man, if we, we would have done this. If, if we missed the playoffs, yes. I 100% I yeah. agree that that's going to be um, the, the, the thing. One of the games. Right. We're not missing the playoffs this season. We're, I, we're just not. 
I, I, I agree with you. I don't think we're missing the playoffs. Uh, and that's the second point that I was going to get to. As disappointed as I was in not winning this game and what could have been, you know, the first place, you know, which is, again, a fun little benchmark. Regardless if they had won or lost this game, they are right now, for me personally, they are exceeding my expectations of what I had of them this season. Because going into the season, um, if you guys out there remember, I say, look, I, I can't get happy about anything right now. I I have to see results. I have to see, you know, the way they play. I'm not going to be, um, I'm not going to be happy because they won a, a couple games and then, you know, kind of regress back. I need to see consistency. They have been for the most part. And that's why they're near the top of the Western conference. So I had that optimism where I, I saw this team fight. I saw this team, uh, find ways to win. Um, through all the adversity that has been going on. It, it's still a COVID plague season. Um, the schedule reflects that. Um, they're dealing with injuries. They're dealing with a whole bunch of you know new players, and yet they're literally a victory away from being in first place at this point of the season. The fact that they're in third place, they're still exceeding my expectation. I had them out of the playoffs um, in our uh, preseason predictions. I had them around eighth. Um, I said, who... They're probably seventh if they sneak in, and who are they going to knock off? If you're looking at the tables right now, I'm actually correct in every single game. It's every single one of the playoff teams with the exception of the Galaxy. And I would have traded them with what two teams? RSL and Dallas, who are tied at eighth place. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like right there. Um, I'm glad that I'm wrong about the Galaxy. But um, they are certainly exceeding my expectations. I hadn't if you would have told me that they had a chance for first place after 18 games played, I would have taken that a hundred times out of a hundred. Yeah. I wouldn't and, have thought twice and, about it. And I'll, uh, and I'll say this about the, the first half of this season so far, I think um, Zlatan moments aside, I think that this team has provided better moments over the last, uh, certainly over any point in time last year they're different type uh, of moments for sure but <laughs> yeah. even i would even say better than you know uh, you know again taking does lot on amazingness out of it um but even in 2019 that was like the two lafc games and that was it um they provided better moments in this half of this season or more better moments um in this half of this season than they did in the previous two seasons I, I actually do agree with that. Uh, I, I think that this team is, um, you also have to kind of put it into perspective that, you know, look at the season that we're coming off of where sure. there was literally, like Bobby said, that there are moments, but they weren't the correct ones. They, they weren't, uh, you know, uh, any high notes. So the fact that what you're doing here is significantly better and it, it will stick out in your head because this is the kind of stuff that you, you know, want to see. And you've, you've seen it for the most part. Um, they have 10 victories. That's the most in the Western Conference, tied for the most in the Western Conference, and that would be Kansas City. Um, had they won that game, uh, they would have had 11. They would have had the most victories in the Western Conference. Um, that does say a lot about the team, and you have to remember that this team is officially in a rebuilding year, um, and they're doing it for real. It's not just, hey, I'm just trying to find 11 players you know, in the hopes that you know, something happens. It's, it's actually... Uh, rebuilding in the correct way. 
Um, it's a work in progress, and they have yet to field a team that is their A squad. They've had right. injuries. They're A one yeah. starting eleven. I don't think they've they fielded they that. Haven't. And then, and even now, it's the A one starting eleven has been changing because. Uh, yeah. the A1 starting 11 at the beginning of the season did not include uh, Revelison, Revelison, uh, Revelison, Revolution, um, Kulabali. It didn't include, um, uh, I think it included Derek Williams, but it, it certainly didn't include, um, it probably, I was gonna say, it probably included Kevin Gabral, but uh, since he keeps getting on the field, I would say that, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that maybe that one doesn't count, but. Um, but again, like, you know, now you have uh, Dejan um, Jovalik, uh coming in and, and I'm, I've got high hope for this guy. I'm hoping that he comes in and provides, you know, even if he comes in and scores, you know, five or six goals uh, for this season. That's a great season for him. Uh, I'm not really sure what kind, what type of expectation we should have of him, to be honest. Um, I, for me personally, I just kind of feel that. Here is another um, another guy that is a legitimate scoring threat, or at least a potential to be a legitimate scoring threat. Um, obviously, he's not a starter. Um, he will be once Chicharito's contract expires. Um, we don't know. Um, Maybe. And this is I mean, he may uh, get this, another this is, power striker. Yeah, you right. could. Um, obviously, you know, once Chicharito expires, uh, contract expires, uh, you'll have a DP spot open. So you know, um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But and obviously you're going to need another striker because if you don't, you'll only have Yolich. Uh, so, um, but it's going to be interesting because you know we talked about this and maybe we'll do this little exercise again. Um, who would be the starting eleven? Like who? How is this going to play out with all the pieces that they have? Um, we'll get to that a little later. I, I do want to get that into uh, that a little later. Let's talk about the game uh, really quickly because um, let, let's talk about the first half. Um, obviously, the Galaxy played a lot much better first half than they did uh, the second half, though they weren't um, dominant in a way where they should have been up by like, you know, three, four, five goals, and this game should have been done by, uh, at halftime. But they probably should have had a bigger lead. Maybe a 2 nothing would have been a little bit more I was, like... Uh, I felt after the first half, I did still feel confident that they were going to still net a few, maybe one or two more goals in, in the second half. So I don't feel like they looked too bad in the first half because I felt confident something was still going to continue to happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, statistically, the, the, the Galaxy uh, were the better side. I, I think even optically, the, the Galaxy were the better side. Um, I don't think that Vancouver had any real legitimate threat. I think there was like that one scary moment right before halftime. Um, and that's the only thing I can really think of. I, I can't even remember Bond making like this really big save in the first half. I know he, he had at least he did he did make one because I I, I made but note that like I I didn't recall Vancouver even coming out of their own half and the Galaxy were just right. kind of um, doing all their stuff within their own half within the Vancouver half and then I think as soon as I text that to you guys Bond had to make a save right. Um, and that might have been the, the the opportunity you're talking about, but I think with, with as much possession that the Galaxy had, they didn't necessarily look all that dangerous in that first half. I mean, they they had a bunch of half chances, I think. Yeah. Um, well, or, okay. So or, or almost, you know, like oh, if that pass would have you know right. gotten to the through the fine to the final pass, you know, better final pass, I think is yeah. 
it's sort of what we were looking for but in that looked, first half. But they but they continue to have build up plays. I think that's what made it feel like yeah. you know, oh okay, okay. Even though right. of course our, fi- it, our, our final final yeah. thing, a final strike or whatever is always. It's, I mean, that's kind of a usual thing right now without Chicharito, you know, for this season. You just yeah. can't get it. You just can't get that ball in in the box. When it's in the box, it's really hard to get in that net. And and this is and I thought that you know with as much control as they had with uh, Viafania going down without Victor Vasquez in the midfield, um, that was interesting. I I think that um, you know the the second half they just kind of were all deflated. You know when they came out, I think Vancouver made the adjustments and they and the Galaxy weren't really sure how to counter them. It was it, it was weird to me. It was pretty weird to me. Like, yeah, it took a while. well. I mean, it really didn't take a while because they didn't they didn't win the game. Um, but I don't I don't know. They came out. It, we've said it like tell of two teams before, but it felt like a completely different vibe and energy in the second half. Even though Vancouver, you know, made their 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 tra- their transitions, their changes, uh, it just it, it didn't feel like Vancouver was better. It felt like galaxy just went back in second gear for some reason yeah i mean it's it's weird because i even had said uh, i put it out there that you know one thing it's uh, you probably should have had more um and then couple that with look vancouver scored most of their goals in the second half and most of their goals are coming within the first 10 minutes in the second half and guess what vancouver scores within the first five minutes um and then just kind of looked like the better side before the Galaxy finally started picking up. But I think by then it was a little too late. Then they run out of gas and Vancouver starts taking advantage. So the last, you know, five game, five games, five minutes, uh, five to 10 minutes of, of the, the second half start getting kind of scary. And what could have been even worse, like, oh my God, are we going to lose this? Because yeah, the Galaxy look really, really tired. First half, they look fine. Half chances, but created chances nonetheless. Uh, let me get into the stats. Uh, from the first half, possession was 59-1 in, in favor of the Galaxy. Shots were in favor of the Galaxy, 11-6. They uh, put four on target compared to Vancouver's two. Here's a big one right here. Chances created. The Galaxy had 10 chances created. Vancouver had two. And I think one of them, like I said, was the, like the last play of the first half. So probably more along the lines of 10-1. to one. Um, Here is where I think it was a little interesting. The expected goals for the Galaxy at halftime was 1.20, um, which is, okay, that's fair. Um, except that I started looking at, okay, you had the, the, the goal scored by Cabral, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but before he scores that goal, he probably had maybe like two where he kind of should have done better. Um, and then Grant Sear misses one where he tried to be fancy. Uh, and he tried to curl it top corner, and he just misses. That should have been a goal. And I figured, like, wow, our, our expected goal should have been a little higher, at least just with thinking about those chances alone. I don't know who else had any sort of real big, decent chance. I know Cabral had maybe two or three before he scored the goal that he missed. Um, and Grant Sear definitely had one. And then the expected goals for Vancouver was 0.57, which I thought was high. Because I thought the Galaxy had shut them down for the most part and that Vancouver didn't really look dangerous. I think the only one was uh, the, the chance that David had said that they had, you know, that when he mentioned that Vancouver can get, you know, out of their own uh, half and all of a sudden they have a chance. And then 
before the final play of the game, their expected goals were like at 0.4 something. So it jumped up, you know, 0.1 on that final chance. 0.4 is still, I thought, was high. I thought it'd be closer to 0.1, 0.2, to be honest. So I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, thing. I, I didn't think it was that close um, as far as um, expected goals and how close they were to um, to each other in, in that sense. But um, when you look at how the stats ended up for the game, wow. That is something completely different. So the expected goals were even. Ended up at 1.56 for both teams. That means the Galaxy, the, the, the Vancouver had a whole goal um, in the second half, and the uh, Galaxy were only able to muster up 0.4 in the second half. Uh, things evened out a little bit, but not too much uh, the rest of the way. Uh, chances created. Uh, the Galaxy created five more chances in the second half, ended up with 15. Vancouver ended up with seven. But I don't know exactly what this means, but big chances, four for Vancouver, only two for the Galaxy. Um, six shots on target for, for the Galaxy, five on target uh, for Vancouver. So second half definitely belonged to um, to Vancouver. Um, it, it was just really frustrating. Uh, we know that they're a second-half team, but I, I, I have to imagine that Greg Vanny knew that, right? Like, even if Vancouver makes their adjustments, you have to figure you're going to have to readjust, right? And it, it right. just and it kind of happened for a little bit um, because, like I said, but, I, as I said, that the, the Galaxy did pick it up a little bit, but it just you know that goal just was coming. Yeah, but again, look at who you have sort of dictating the the game. You have Sasha, um, Jonathan. Legit and Revelison? No. Revelison. Revelison. I'm never going to get that right. None of us are ever going to get that right. And, and, you know, Legit got a lot of minutes on his legs right now. He's, I mean, he looks like he's operating at like 70%, 60% maybe because of how many minutes he's gotten as a game. He's putting in the work, you know, but he's not at his, he's not as at peak Legit right now. Um, Jonathan, obviously his first game back after, uh, coming back from from Mexico duty, um, he he's out there wanting to prove something and 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 you know play hard um, in, to honor his dad. But again, like he's a guy who it takes some time to like really gain that steam to get that steam up. Um, uh, the last time he came back from the injury, he, he took a couple of games to kind of like get back to the level that we're used to seeing him. Um, Ravelison looked tired. He like I think at some point. I, I think I mentioned you guys like I think he's hurt or he's gassed. Uh, but then later on, he runs. He's running around again, you know, with the same energy. But I feel like he he looked very tired. I think that the the slog of of the the games is starting to to get to him. Um, and then and then second half. <laughs> uh, well, I know, but uh, you know, the 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 players will have to figure that out and then you know find their find that second win that they'll need to get to to. Um, you know, going through into the playoffs, but that's, you know, that's, that's a guy who is not used to this league and is maybe hitting a little bit of a wall. And then he has to figure out sort of, you know, readjusting and, and getting back over there. Um, the, the, the last piece I was going to say, Sasha question, he is doing far too much running for my taste. Um, Sasha's not a guy you make a run, but he's out there. He's putting in the work. He's going after players. He's, you know, he's defending a lot, but again, 
don't make Sasha run. That's some old legs right there. So (laughs) it's no wonder. It's no wonder that you have a team that looked flat in the second half. And it's no wonder that they couldn't generate some good chances. Yeah, they possessed, but, you know, no chances created or very few chances created. That doesn't surprise me for the second half of this game, especially after a team that is known to be a second half team makes their adjustments and goes after certain, you know, uh, attacks in certain ways. And, and again, like I said, you lose Jorge, Jorge Villafania, the guy who's kind of been a little bit of a focal point in your attack. So that affects him too. Um, I, you know, I don't think this is a bad result. I know it seems like a bad result. I don't think it is. Uh, I, I will. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you there. I, I, anytime that you lose to a last place team or again, it's not a loss. It's just, it just feels that way because I think it's just a missed opportunity. Um, I know they have, they have your number. I, I, I get it. And, you know, and, and I probably should have seen it coming that it should have been, a, that it was going to be a draw, but you know, it, it's just even I saw it coming in balls and beers, Lewis. I was the only one. Well, I mean, look, what you did in balls and beers was kind of an anomaly on several fronts. So just like, you know, just like the summer in MLS. I guess, I guess. Uh, I before we move on to um, since we're on midseason, you guys want to do report cards? Report cards. Is this part of the thing that you wanted to get to eventually? Uh, that is one of the things I want to get okay, to. Okay, well, let's let's go. Let's run okay, through that. Do real it. Yeah, you want, okay, that. you want to do that right now, or do you want to humor your humor? No, 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 but before that, Bobby, <laughs> but before we get to the report cards, who was your player of the match? That's it. That's, well, that's <laughs> a part. I'm pretty sure Lewis <laughs> wasn't gonna. Sorry, I stuck it in yeah. for Lewis. David, David, beat me to it. All right, who was the uh, well, highest rated player? Any one of you can answer. It's okay. Um, I'm gonna pretty go. I'm gonna. I'm basically putting this on the goal, Cabral. I don't really don't know, so I'm just putting it on him. All right, David. I'm gonna go with tried and true, Julian Araujo. All right. Um, I would have said uh, Efren Alvarez, uh, but he only played 65 minutes, so I'm not sure if that's kind of uh, fair or not. But I would have said Alvarez. Either way, I would have been wrong. Um, it is Ravelison at 8.2. Um, Good. He was the highest rated. He was the highest rated player uh, on the galaxy at eight point two. Uh, who was the second highest? Nice. Oh, oh, hmm. I'm, I'm assuming you guys are gonna say Cabral Araujo, right? So we'll, we'll stick with that. Um, okay, I'll, I'll give it a, th- a curveball. Uh, let's say Grancier. Uh, it, uh, Bobby, do you, do you, would you like to throw a knuckleball in there or some mm, off speed? I th- I kind of do agree with the grand sir. Um, I, 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 every game I watch him and I'm, I'm yeah. always more and more impressed and I like him more and more every freaking game, every single <laughs> game so far. Yep. Uh, I agree with you there. Unfortunately, he's not the second highest rated player. Uh, that would be Derek Williams at 7.8. Really? Um, yeah. Derek Williams. I, I actually didn't even think he had a standout game to be honest, but there he is 7.8. Uh, he's also tied with Al- uh, Alvarez uh, who had the assist. Um, now that first half, uh, my man of the match in that first half was Alvarez. Um, I thought he played a very good first half. Um, he had the, he had this in the last game too. He, he was excellent in, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think from, I, I think maybe his confidence came 
you know, shot up after the Gold Cup. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, maybe it's something that Tata sort of really, like, lit a fire under him and said, hey, you know, I'm going to get fired. So, you know, <laughs> you've got to impress the next coach. Right. Um, yeah, 7.8 for Alvarez overall. Uh, he only played 65 minutes, though, so there's that. Who is the lowest-rated player? Well, that has to be Bond, no, because of the goal. Uh, David? Mm. That's a tough one. Shit. I'm gonna, uh, you know what? Cabral. Okay. I would go if it if it's Bond if it's not Bond, I would say and this is gonna suck. Dos Santos. Okay. So I personally would have said legit on this one. I thought he was MIA uh for a lot of the game. Uh there were times where I had to remind myself, wait, is Legit playing? Because uh, I really didn't see him there. Yeah, I, um, I asked myself. I, I, I asked myself the same question in the beginning of the game too. Like 15 minutes in, I'm all is legit in? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I felt that a lot throughout the game. Um, so officially, it is Bond at 6.0. Um, no love for Bond, man. Yeah, there, there's just again, it, it, it's That's, a tough. Like it, it. It's a it's a really really tough position. You know, uh, you don't win games. You Obviously, don't everybody sheets. knows that. Everybody knows right. That. Um, but the goal that was scored, um, we, we didn't talk about this, but the goal that was scored, Bond makes a very rare mistake uh, in this game. Um, very, very few goals where he has had uh, a big part in it. Everything else is like, hey, the defense let him down, or hey, that's a really good shot. There's not really much that you can do with that. Um, and there's some times where he just makes saves that he has no business saving. So... Very rarely has he made a mistake, and very rarely has he has it cost him. This one cost him. He comes out, tries to punch the ball out off a corner kick, and he misses. Um, and that leads to the goal. Um, I think yeah. that it, I think that if he stays in position, he stays on the line. He probably mm-hmm. makes that save. Um, to be honest, uh, I could be wrong. Uh, I'm just used to seeing Bond, uh, you know, making every save I mean, imaginable. The, I mean, that save. I mean, it was preventable. Um, I think yeah. it could have it could have been saved, you know. So I mean, I guess you put the blame on him, but I don't know. I just uh, I'm I'm not gonna go crazy about it. Oh no no, I'm not gonna go crazy about it because again, like it, it's very far in between. Um, I'm not sure if that played a factor in the low uh, rating, but. I don't know. I just wanted to point that out there. I thought that Bond made uh, a a very rare mistake. No, I think I think the rating is just because a goal goal was in. I don't think it was because of the way. Because of the way, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it very well could be. Um, if it's not Bond, the field player that was the lowest rated was, uh, well, it was Grant Sear. Um, at six, oh. yeah, six point six. I didn't think so either. I would not have uh, pinned him as the lowest rated field player at six point six. Um, and, uh, right above him was Dos Santos at 6.8. My pick for the lowest, for the lowest rated player at Leget. Um, he was a 7.4, so he actually didn't do too bad, uh, apparently. That's a pretty high. Yeah. For low, that's a pretty high number. That's a very high number. Yeah. Uh, Mm. yeah. I think the, the next lowest one, 7.1 Kulabali, uh, Araujo 7.2, and he had a yellow card, so his score could have been a little higher. Uh, Cabral with the goal scored had 7.5, so uh, still below Alvarez and Williams, and just one tenth of a point ahead of Leggett. I'm not really sure how that happens. Um, 
but um there it is uh, th- those are your your ratings uh, are these people for, or, or algor or algorithms i are people or algorithms that make that do this it's a little bit of both i guess someone has to make the algorithm right Sure, but I mean, but they don't control it after that's done. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I, they don't I'm sit there and, sure. and, and change code to be like, no, I want Grand Seer to right. suck this week. Right, you know, right. You know. Yeah, there, there's certain things that you're not going to see. Uh, obviously, it's very uh, stat driven. Some, some, some stats that we may not even see, right, uh, or that we may not even understand, or uh, sure. You know, so, yeah, that's what I'm not um, sure. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, hmm. yeah there's I a lot. I know how there's the sausage lot. is made. Yeah, uh, I wrong wrong metaphor there. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. Um, all right, so but we already do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we are uh, mid season uh, midterm grades. I thought that'd be fun midterm grades for the galaxy. Um, let's Yay. go ahead and uh, yeah, because I, I know how much Bobby loves that. Um, Let's go ahead and give these players um, some grades uh, middle of the season. Let's start from the back. Most of these are actually pretty simple. Let's go with Jonathan Bond. Or let's start with Jonathan Bond. Bobby, go ahead. What are the grades? A, uh, letters uh, or numbers? No, letters, letters. I was, yeah, I was going to give I was gonna give Bond an, uh, an S for satisfactory. <laughs> oh, um, Bond, I give him a A minus. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with an A for Jonathan Bond. I think um, he can't be uh, there. There's certainly room for improvement, um, but the way that he's come in, he's shown leadership. He's good with the media. His teammates seem to really love him. He's a much better goalkeeper than David Bingham. Uh, I feel confident when he's back there, so I'm going to give him an A. Yeah, we have to agree. Uh, I think this is kind of a no-brainer here. Uh, we talked about, you know, going out and finding gold, and we've said it several times that Jonathan Bond may have been a diamond um, that you found. Um, I, I think he is, uh, though statistically, it's not going to show. I think he's one of the best goalkeepers in MLS. I think that, you know, if, if his defense kind of gets it together, um, he definitely deserves more clean sheets. Um, he should be an all-star. I'm glad he isn't because he doesn't have to play there. Uh, but, I mean, if we're talking about, like, quality and caliber, he's definitely an all-star. I think he's one of the best, uh, best if not the best, goalkeeper in MLS, even if statistically um, it's not going to show. Um, for me, uh, I do believe it's an A-, minus, uh, just because, uh, you know, there are no clean sheets. But, man, the guy's done everything he possibly could to make sure that that happens. But A, yeah, A, A-, minus. For me as well, literally no other goalkeeper on the Galaxy roster has seen any playing time. Yeah. So we can just go ahead and skip them. Let's go ahead and go with the defenders. Now, this is a little tricky because there's been a lot of movement, um, injuries, suspension, um, just a lot of stuff going on that uh, it might be a little difficult to try to give yeah, some I, of these I, players I feel like grades. we can be a little bit more uh, sort of, not harsh, but um, a little more, more, there's room, there's more room to be critical here. Right, right. Okay, so let's get, let's get the easy one out of the way. Julian Araujo. Yeah, he's got an A. Yeah. A. Yeah, that's it. It's an A. If it's not an A plus, it's an A. It's definitely an A. All right, let's go ahead and move into some guys that have played some significant minutes. Nick Depew. I'm gonna give Nick mm. Depew like a B plus. 
Depew is a C, C minus for me. Um, he is a C plus. <laughs> yeah, he did. Barber does not like Depew. Yeah, I'm teetering around a C plus, B minus range for me. I think he's been serviceable. I don't think he was supposed to be lights out. I don't think he's supposed to be, you know, like stand out. But, you know, he came in and uh, last season. I think season he's had and... better seasons. Oh, oh he's only season. had. I think he was. I think, yeah, and I think that was uh, that was maybe a case because of he, the floor moved up. Well, maybe because yeah. also he had more responsibility as well back then. Yeah. Now he has to he has to compete with his for his spot a lot. Well, but, I don't think he's. Well, that's the thing. I, I actually don't think he is competing. I don't care how good you're playing. Well, no, that's not entirely accurate. But you know, if if Nick DePue is playing well. It's not good enough. You're, there's no way that you're not that, that you're going to unseat Derek Williams or Koulibaly, uh for that starting position. Even Daniel Starris, to be honest, that's why I, I think that's C. probably your biggest one. I think that's probably like your biggest like competition if you're Nick DePew. No, but I, um, I, I, I think you, you have DePue, to be stellar. DePew, I give him a B simply because you don't expect a lot from him. You just expect him to go in there, do the job and, and not, you know, not mess up. And I think he's done that for the most part. Like I would say for the most part, for the role, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah, I'm grading yeah. on a curve. Oof, yeah, man, no. Depew gets a cupcake when the rest of the team doesn't. Shit. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Depew also doesn't make very much money. So, you know, you got to give him something. Oh, come on. Right. Let's not start acting like we're going to put all of those factors in our grade. Come on. I don't know, man. I mean, uh, keep it, gonna... keep it relative. Right, keep we'll, it relative. We'll there. Keep it we'll, relative we'll to Let me know the, when we get to, to Cabral. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, well, okay. let's do it right now. It's definitely not going to be an A for me. We'll get, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So Nick DePew is reigning that C plus, uh, B minus range for me. Like David said, uh, there's not that much expected from him. He's been serviceable, but obviously a lot of room for improvement. He's an average player and he's going to get an average grade. Um, which is which is not bad, you know. Uh, it could be worse. Uh, let's go ahead and go to Jorge Viafania. Viafania. Um, I'll give him a B minus, just because also the number of games he's had. David. Um, Viafania. I'm also going to give him a B and B minus. I think he's been very very serviceable with the the veteran um, sort of. Uh, take that he brings to the the position and what he's been doing. I think he's done very well. Um, he hasn't been stellar, but he hasn't been bad either. So for sure, B minus. Um, I'm going to give him a B plus, uh, honestly. Uh, obviously, that back line belongs to Julian Rajo. He's going to get all the kudos. He's going to get all the attention, and rightfully so. Um, Cornavi Afanga has played up until this past game has played every single minute of every single game for the galaxy at left back. And mainly because kind of had no choice, right? Danilo Costa barely, you know, recovering from his injury that sidelined him for like two years. Um, remember Danilo Costa? Yeah. He's still, he's still yeah. on the team. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> his uh, hair got long. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. Uh, and you know what? The thing is, is that I, I think Villafania is a little underrated. We don't talk about him that often, but he has been solid. There's been times where, you know, we, I, I feel like in the beginning of the season, we did. Uh, in the beginning of the season, but I, 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 that was also the time that Julian Rajo was like, hey, what happened to Julian Rajo? And then he picked it up, and all of a sudden, and then Derek Williams was showing what he was, uh, what he was doing. He goes down, 
Kulbali comes in and hey, Kulbali's pretty good, right? And you know, Viafanya gets kind of like lost in all of this, and he's been like the you know the, the guy who's always been on that back line. As you said, he's a, he's he's a veteran, he's a leader. Uh, I think you had mentioned I don't remember if it was in Balls and Beers or in the main show. Uh, it's been a long night, uh, but you're saying he's kind of vital in the attack, right? Like he, he goes up. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of a, a really important asset uh, for Greg Vanny, uh, exactly the type of uh, player that Greg Vanny wants. Um, and I think he's a little underrated. And I think he's been a little bit more than serviceable. I think he's had some pretty uh, good games, but has been uh, overshadowed by uh, other players and you know more uh, flashy players, per se. So uh, it's a B-plus for me. Uh, okay. I think Villafanga has uh, done pretty well uh, this season. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, Daniel Serres. Bobby. Stairs. Uh I'm going to do Stairs as a C plus. C plus. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put him right smack in the middle with the C. I think um, he could be better with the way that he's shown sort of the, the leadership in the last year. I mean, partly a little unfair because he's been injured, but um, when he's come in, I feel like um, he's destabilized things a little bit. So I'm going to go with the C for downstairs. Yeah, come on. I'm in agreement with you guys. I'm going to say C plus as well. Here's a guy who has been a starter for uh, you know a few seasons now. Um, I think under GBS, he kind of he, he took it to another level. It's not like a huge level, but I think he improved under GBS. Um, and obviously, but the only you know, player, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's literally the only player that improved under GBS. Um, and, um, you know, he, he's been consistent for the galaxy for quite some time now, you know, and it was just a matter of time that he was going to get replaced. You know, uh, you have, you know, Williams, you have Kulabali, uh, you have Rebellison who can play in that position that can, you know, uh, jump in there. So, um, but Daniel Serres is serviceable uh same thing he would have to play absolutely lights out for him to be a starter he's not gonna knock off uh Kulubali or or uh, williams but since he has been our most consistent defender um in the past few seasons um it's a good asset to have as a backup right you know so um he has uh during the you know williams suspension he was in there and you know he did fine he didn't do horribly, but, you know, also didn't stand out. So, yeah, C-plus for me right there, middle of the road. Uh, so this one's a little uh, a, a little uh, because we haven't seen that much of him, but Derek Williams. Yeah, um, that one's going to – yeah, that's the thing. There's not too much of him. But uh, from the level of what I see to the number of games he's played, I'd give him at a B-minus. Uh, Derek Williams came in all guns blazing um, in that game against LAFC. He got that assist with the amazing slide tackle um, and then got the, you know, the, the wrong end of the stick uh, when he uh, went in for a similar slide tackle against Portland and got suspended. I think um, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's learning the league. He's learning the the level of physicality, what you can and can't get away with in in these situations. As we said, uh, you know, I think just bad luck, no malice, you know, things like that. But he did cost his team, um, you know, a a player for for six games. Um, I think that he gets demerit points for that. So I'm going to put him at a C 
just because um, he's. I think he's been good. I don't think he's been spectacular, um, but you know he he sort of came out and and put his team in a bind at the beginning of the season. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with you guys here. I, I'm going to put him at a B minus uh, for something similar. I think before the suspension or before the Portland game, at least he's probably on his way to an A. You know, having this like cult like hero, uh, as David said, that 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 slide tackle against LAFC that leads to a goal, uh, or he gets credited with the assists, I believe, in that yep, game. So he does. Um, so uh, was already kind of playing very aggressive, very lights out, um, and you know, then he has that tackle, but he comes back and he has been. Not as aggressive, and I'm not sure, you know, if that's him just kind of calming down a little bit. But you know, all those like hard tackles that you saw in those first few games that you saw him in, I can't recall a slight tackle in any of the games that he's come back from suspension from. There was, yeah, there was one. There was one play where I saw him hesitate like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, and I, and I think I, you were. This is one one of the the, the shows where you were uh, in Hawaii, Dave. I had mentioned to to Bobby that, like, you know what, he's not as aggressive. I'm not sure if he's playing scared. I, I don't think he's playing bad, but he's playing timid. And yeah. um, you know, and maybe that's you know, I, I'm not sure if that's because the league says, hey, you do that again, you know, there's gonna be more punishment. Um, I don't know if that's Greg Vanny saying you need to calm down a little bit. You can't be you know that reckless. Um, you know, you put your team in a bind now, um, or is that just him feeling bad? Like, Hey, I could have ended this guy's career. Don't want to do that again. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a little combination of everything. Um, but he has been playing timid. Um, and because he put his team in a bind for six games. Yeah. He, he loses points, but he's still been solid. That's the thing. He still has been solid for the team. We talked about earlier. He was the highest rated, uh, defender, uh, in this game. And he's actually scored pretty high in the games that he has a return in. So, he gets some points lost for, uh, you know, the suspension for me. Um, so I will put him at a B minus. But honestly, I think by the end of the season, if he still continues in this path, it's probably an A. Um, but yeah, we'll um, see. Yeah, um, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, another guy who's like uh, a little tough to judge, uh, Sega Kulabali. Yeah, again, this is really hard. I think. Sega for one of the starters may have like the least amount of games on cap. Is that true? I think I feel like that's right. Um, so based on just the small amount of games, I'll do again the same as B minus. I really like him, and I hope he grows and gets like I hope he moves on to the A round. I'm I'm, I'm gonna give Sega an A. I think he's come in and really transformed that back line. He when he's on the field, things seem a little bit calmer and a little bit more under control um we missed him because of an injury but i think that ever since he's come in he's been fantastic so i'm gonna give sega an a um so i think officially he's played in seven matches um and um i I, i'm not gonna give him an a um i'm gonna give him a B, and I think I'm being a little generous here. It's not because I don't like Sega. I love Sega. I, I do like what, what he has brought, but, you know, seven matches out of 18, you're not even playing in half the games yet. Um, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. No, no, it's, it's not his fault. <laughs> it's not like it's not like Derek Williams. You right, know right, I mean? right. Like, 
Right. Um, yeah, he came in late. He wasn't here at, at the beginning of the season, and he, uh, yeah, he got injured. Uh, and so that's again, I understand it's not his fault. But when he has come in, I, I do like what I see. I still feel that he also is getting a little accustomed to the league. And you have to remember that he has had different partners in that uh, center back pairing. You know, it's it's been Depew, it's been Steris. You barely saw him play a uh, play um, play alongside. Yeah, um, Derek Williams. With Derek Williams, Williams, Williams which we is saw the first the first game that he played next to Derek Williams, we got a clean sheet. Yeah, um, so there is room for improvement. Um, I do like Sega. I do like what I see, but I think I think I haven't seen enough. But there is room for improvement. But what I have seen from him, it's definitely above average. Is it, obviously it's it's a step up from Steris and Depew. So I can't give him the C. Um, uh, it, it's a it's a it's a solid B for me, um, and again, this is a guy who, if he continues in the path that he is on right now, and he manages to stay healthy, and um, him and Williams, you know, get it together, they 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 build that chemistry, and hopefully they can both stay on the field long enough for them to build that chemistry, along with uh, you know Araujo and I would say Viafania, but it looks like we might lose Viafania for an extended period of time now, um, but. Um, Again, I think this is a guy who could also be an A. But for me, it's a B right now. Um, I don't think there's anyone else that we can really uh, judge here. Uh, Gonzalez has not seen the field. Acosta barely got on the field uh, this past game. And it's for both of them because they haven't fucked anything up. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so, uh, actually, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. Gonzalez is gone. I just realized that he yeah, actually is officially yeah. gone. So he's not even on the team anymore. So forget I give an A. I'm giving an, an A, a for that. Yes, there yeah, you go. Yes, yeah. There you go. Good job. Yeah, good job, Bobby. Good job. And then uh, O'Neill Fisher. I think he's only played in one game, maybe, maybe one or two. Like, yeah, I want to say maybe two, yeah. but I'm not entirely sure. I want to say yeah, maybe one or two games. Incomplete. Um, yeah, that's a, that's definitely something we really can. We'll, we'll move on. We'll say incomplete. Let's go ahead and uh, go to the midfield. Um, this should be a little bit more interesting. Let's start with well. Let's start with some easy ones. At least for me. Let's go. Let's start with Sasha Kleshton. Uh Kleshton is an A. Yeah, Kleshton's an A. He's he's come in. He's done. He's done the work. He's been the leader on the on the field. We talked about him last week. How. You know, he's the guy that stepped up and and was the one that that was front and center on all this stuff. Sasha can't do any wrong. He's he's an A. Yeah, and I have to agree here. I, I think Sasha is doing a lot more than he was expected to do. Or at least I believe he's doing a lot more than he was expected to do. Maybe that was a role, but I don't think so. There's a lot of injuries, uh, a lot of players that were gone um, at one time that you know made Sasha uh, play as many minutes. <laughs> As, as he has been, and he hasn't disappointed. He's been that veteran leader. Um, he's been, I'm sure he's probably an amazing locker room guy. He's probably, you know, that if it's not Greg Banning, maybe it's Sasha Kleshin who has, like, you know, that dad figure um, in the locker room, and he has lived up to it. Uh, I think, you know, again, statistically, he's not going to show that, you know, he's scoring goals and he's, he's making all these assists, but... Man, he's doing a lot of dirty work, and man, he he's just in the middle of everything. And uh, one of those guys that, like, 
at this moment is going to run into a wall for you if you ask him to do so. So, yeah, uh, I think that's a very easy one. I think it's an A uh, for me as well. Let's go ahead and move on to Jonathan Dos Santos. C-minus. Yeah, I kind of agree (laughs) with Poppy. Um, Jonathan, for everything, just on a pure performance base, we haven't gotten a lot out of him this year. Uh, Yeah, I think he's underperforming. I'm going to give him a C-minus as well. Uh, not a T. It's not the bottom. He's definitely not at the bottom. He's not the worst, but he's okay. So you know what Jonathan is doing? He's the guy that you know is gonna like end up curving upwards, but he's got to hit that bottom before he goes up. He's been at the bottom for a while, unfortunately, and I agree with you guys. I'm going to give him a C minus here. Uh, a couple reasons: one, obviously, he's not performing to where we remember him, and I think we have to stop thinking about it in that way because uh, we want that Jonah back from like three seasons ago, and we haven't it's seen just, him in like three seasons. So his, it's like it's just not his team right now. Yeah, it's, it's just, just not, not his happening. team right now. Um, he does have a goal. One goal, and what a goal. It was against LAFC. That was the winner. So uh, he's got that going for him. But here's the thing. When Bobby had said, oh, let's not put salaries into the mix here, you kind of have to. Jonathan Dos Santos is a DP. I expect quite a bit from a DP player. Um, Jonathan Dos Santos is not like your normal DP in which like he is your you know go-to guy. He's your goal scorer. Uh, or your assist maker, um, and that's not his fault. That's on the you know on the FO. So, but I do expect more from him. Um, I haven't seen that Jonathan that we all loved in those first two seasons, and I don't think we're going to see him again. To be honest, uh, we talk about you know the who is your starting eleven in this one. Jonathan Dos Santos is definitely an expendable player here. He's definitely someone that I can see go to the bench and come off the bench if you need a spark. I, I easily see him being replaced by uh, some of these uh, new guys that are coming in here um, because some of those new guys are definitely playing better than he is. Um, I like Jonathan, but just right now, it's just not happening. I agree. It's a, it's, it's a C- minus for me. Uh, Victor Vasquez. Victor Vasquez. Um, I'm going to go with the B- minus on him. I'm going to give Victor Vasquez an A because he's the teacher's pet. As uh, if you guys have seen the Julian Araujo and Jonathan Bond, uh, like hot ones knockoff that they did with their, where they're eating the hot wings. They talk about who was the kiss up in the team yeah. or who's the guy that's yeah. the, the teacher's pet on the team. It's Victor Vasquez. And uh, it's simply because he's good enough to do whatever it is that Greg Vanny's asking him to do. So for that he gets an A. This guy has transformed, helped Greg Vanny transform this team, whether it's, um, you know, uh, what he's doing on the field or just on the training on the training ground. Um, I'm giving Victor Vasquez an A. All right. Um, I think it, uh, so I'm teetering around an A minus, B plus, but probably more toward the A minus. Um, obviously, it's a different dynamic. Uh, to the team when he is in the lineup, he is going to make that final pass. Uh, when he's not in there, you can tell that the Galaxy struggle with that. Um, and he is the guy, even if those passes aren't getting there, if they, you know, they're missing that final pass, you can tell that Victor Vas- Vasquez 
pushes. He's attempting to break those lines uh, when no one else is trying to. Uh, we've seen that in numerous games. Um, I think he is a very important piece to this puzzle. And um, we talked about it earlier, like, you know, what kind of a role will he play? Is he a super sub? Well, it turns out that he might be a little bit more central than we actually previously thought. Um, Again, is he lights out? No, but I think he's very essential to the team. That's why it's like A minus and B, you know, just in that B plus range uh, where there is room for improvement. But once it's clicking, you know, once uh, just, yeah, when everything seems to go right, I think Victor Vasquez is smack in the middle of that. And one of the big reasons to why it's happening. So, uh, yeah, A minus, B plus, more toward the A minus for me. Uh, Sebastian Leggett. Mm, that one's that one's a little hard because he did a lot of the heavy lifting in the beginning of the season um, and then kind of capped out a little and then left for a, quite a few games with the national team. Um, and then based the last game, it's kind of not really existent. So I'm going to go I would go C plus C, but I think I'll stick with the C, just because of now at this moment, a C. OK, C. David. Man, I talked a lot about Legette and how he is kind of low-key like the heartbeat of the team. Um, he's an important piece for us, but I have to agree. He's 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 a little inconsistent. He tries really hard. Every, every single time he's on the field, he's working his ass off. But we need to see the performances. So I'm going to, I'm, yeah, I don't know what, what is, what is the grade where your teacher knows you can do better? What, what grade is that? That they, is that, I guess a B minus, right? It's not about that. They know you can do better. They grade you on your performance. That's what teachers do. Mm. Yeah. Um, do they? I, uh, yeah, well, I guess it depends on the teacher. Um, well, it's supposed to be that way. <laughs> Um, for me, it's a, it, it's a tough, uh, legit. This is a little tricky. Um, I, I will also give him a B minus. Um, I do feel that he does a lot of things. I, I mean, it, here, here's the thing with me. I, I think and I've said this before. Legit's going to give us everything that he has given us already. He's, he's not going to get past that he is no longer that 23 year old guy that has you know a, a higher ceiling than when we're seeing him right he's what now 29 so he's already yeah. starting his decline um he's not gonna improve um people will say why is it that he you know so good on the national team but can't do anything when he goes back to the galaxy well that's a style that's a system uh greg burhalter has obviously figured out how to use him he obviously has better players around him where legit is just some role player. He's some random guy in there. He's probably, if he starts with hypothetically, if he starts with everyone else on the a squad, I, I guarantee he's the weakest player on that side, but he knows his role. And I don't think there's pressure on him because he's not supposed to be the guy. He's just supposed to be the role player. And he excels because he fits. It's it, it, it. He fits in that system. Burhalter has figured that out. Unfortunately, it's not the same case with the Galaxy. The Galaxy expect him to be more. He is a national team player, so he is expected to do a lot more on the Galaxy than what he really can do. He's not expected to be some role player. He doesn't have the same type of talent around him. Um, he's supposed to be one of the better players on the Galaxy. 
I'm not sure Vanny has figured out how to properly use Legette here or, you know, the type of role that he's going to play. But the thing is, Legette is not the guy. He's not supposed to be the guy. He's supposed to be the role player. And if you figure that out, you know, and put him in a system where he can excel and not necessarily have that much pressure on him, maybe he does improve. But as I said, he's already starting his decline. Um, he's given us everything that he's going to give us. He's hit his peak for the galaxy. Um, but he still does the dirty work. He's still, you know, he's becoming that glue guy. Um, and because of that, uh, I think he, in that sense, if you look at it, you know, from that perspective, he is doing what he's doing. Um, but at the same time, he is one of the leaders on this team because he's one of the most, uh, I think he is the longest tenured Galaxy player now. Yeah. So he has to be one of the leaders. He has to be doing the dirty work. And I'm, in, you know, He's going to have to pick it up, whether or not he likes it or whether or not that suits him. He has to pick it up. He has to at times. OK, let's pick up. You know, if we're falling, we got it. We got to get up. He's got to rally the troops the way Sasha does or the way Vasquez does. He, he's got to be one of those leaders. Um, so for me, that's why he gets the B minus. It's really, really tricky uh, to grade legit here. Um, this was actually, I think, kind of easy, although, you know, Hasn't played in as many games as I think. Uh, I think he's played as many games as Koulibaly, but a little easier to judge. Revelison. Oh, yeah. This one's much easier. A, a plus, plus. plus. Yeah. It's an, it's an, this he's is a no brainer. He's been phenomenal since he started. Another diamond um, yeah. that, that they picked up. Um, the guy is, uh, I think, he's the second leading goal scorer in the, uh, in the, in the Galaxy. And uh, he's a defensive midfielder. Uh, the guy is... Uh, <laughs> and, and played two games as a center back. <laughs> and played two games as a center back and scored in both those games. Oh, I think at least one of them. Uh, yeah, scored in that's one of all them. why uh, he gets the A++. Yeah, he's... Uh, yeah, a, a definitely a diamond in the rough here. Uh, it's an A. It's, yeah, no-brainer for me. Um, Adam Saldana. Sadania. Oh man, I'm gonna have to leave that at a C minus. I mean, how many games has he played? Yeah, that's gonna be a C from uh, a C minus for me. Like, uh, my guy, look, here's the part I feel bad about. In the beginning part of the season, he came in and was serviceable. It was like, here's this young guy, he's coming in. He shouldn't be a starter, but he's starting, he's filling in. Um, then, you know, we started to get some more players in. And then in the last few games that he's come in, he's really just kind of shit the bet. Like, he's come in and not done well. Like, not covered himself in glory. He's actually responsible for three of the goals against Dallas uh, by by giving uh, giveaways or or failing to close down a, a you know a, a player um yeah that that really tanked is great for me um yeah it, uh, this is another tricky one only because yeah sadanya is not supposed to be in there you know because of injuries because of call-ups he gets thrown in there and again it's a young guy and he's been serviceable um i don't think i have 
too much expectation of him. Um, it wasn't going to be lights out, but you know he's making you know mistakes that you unfortunately would expect uh, from a guy who's you know uh, put into that situation. Um, I don't want to be too harsh on him, but I don't want to give him you know a cupcake either because yeah he, he's it's a learning process and he's got to learn he's got to own it and um i'm sure he does um and um you know he, he has a, a certain style of play that will you know uh that's gonna be different than say like a carlos harvey if he was put in there so he's put in there for like different situations and but yeah, it's, it's a little tricky but i i'm, I'm kind of there with you guys uh, i'm giving him a solid c just because of you know he hasn't been as horrible as as uh, you know that Dallas game, but and there you know obviously uh, the, another goal that sticks out is the, the one in Kansas City, the first goal against Kansas City would essentially just kind of you know uh, you know knock the wind out of you. But um, I think that obviously a lot of room for improvement, and he's been serviceable, and under the circumstances, he he's done well. Um, so it, 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 it's a C for me. Uh, I'm going to go really, really middle of the road here for him. Um, let's go with Efrain Alvarez. Efrain. Um, I just feel like he hasn't had, um, I mean, he's, I'm looking right now. Um, I don't think he's <laughs> played many, many games more than I think I feel like he has actually. But I'm probably gonna give Efrain a B minus C plus C plus. Let's do C plus. I'm gonna give Efrain a B, and I think that he's earned that grade over the last like two or three games that he's played for us. Um, he was he was sitting right in the C range until the last two games. <clears throat> I agree with you guys the whole way through. I think that his grade bumps up. Uh, in the last three games, I think his confidence has gone up. Maybe he's figured something out. Maybe he's more comfortable. Uh, maybe he understands his role on the team a little bit more. Um, he's not going to be a starter. Um, uh, at least I don't think so. We'll get there when we talk about our starting 11. But I think his grade bumps up. And I'm right there with you guys, especially with Bobby, because he's teetering for me right now on that B minus C plus range. If I, if I, if I step away and say, uh, maybe this kid isn't the real deal. Maybe this isn't the the, the guy that they hyped him up to be. Maybe the B minus. Uh, I'm sorry. Maybe the the B minus. But if he is, then it has to be toward the C plus. Um, but right now, just based on what I'm seeing right now, yeah, uh, it's just it, it's in that range. Can he improve? Obviously, you know. Can he get better? Yeah, uh, we've seen in the past three games. You know, if he continues to grow, like you know, wow. Um, not sure he gets into that A mark, but. Um, yeah, just that B minus C plus range for me um, has made a difference here and there. So, um, yeah, uh, Grancier, Samuel Grancier. Oh, okay. Um, you know how we all felt about him. We liked him when he mm-hmm. got here, but then he kind of disappointed us for a bit, a little stretch, a little stretch there, and then bam, he just started growing, growing, getting better, getting better, getting better. Um, I'm gonna give him. Just because I'm following that trajectory line, I'm gonna give him a B, 
a B plus. I know he's gonna get to an A for me, but right now I feel nah, fuck it. I'm gonna give him an A minus. A minus. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm because I'm seeing every little play he's doing in my head. I'm seeing how how hard like how how ah, A minus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got I, I got to agree with Bobby. I mean, the dude again, he was another guy who was sitting low in my in my um rank of like I thought he was going to be a star student. He came in, he was just okay and I thought, "Okay, well, you know, I got to readjust my expectation." And then all of a sudden, he started turning it turning it up. And for me, yeah, he he he's an A minus as well. He certainly gets an A for effort for me. Um I don't think I'm questioning that. The guy has ever since I believe Kansas City that's when he kind of started making his his uh, his progress uh, up until that point. That was Grand Sierra's best game, and he's been progressing ever since. Uh, so that was back in Fourth of July. So for the past month, he's been progressing, and it was a tough month, uh, six games in July. So he has been progressing. The thing for me is that though he's headed in the right direction, which I love, and that's why he gets A for effort. He hasn't hit it yet. Now a lot of it is is luck. He hit the post like what three times, you know. Um, yeah. So I'm saying if he got those in, he, it'd be yeah. a whole different situation. Yeah. But still, I mean, I'm I'm just saying. So those are just inches. That's gonna get there at some point. Yeah. Like, that's and, just the that's just the luck. That's not scale. That's not. That's just. I mean, maybe a little bit of scale. But yeah, you know what I mean. But no, no, and I get it. Like it's a little bit of both, right? Um, but you know, when you hit the post, you kind of figure you're just unlucky because uh, you definitely beat the keeper. You're just you know, but. Um, it's just one of those things where I feel like, ooh, how many of these games are we good? Because Cabral be made with the same case. Like, hey, man, could have made that. Oh, you could have made that. Oh, you were unlucky. Then you start getting into maybe this is un- unlucky after all, right? You have to start wondering why aren't these shots going in now? You're trying your best. We know Cabral's trying. It's just not going in, right? It's not just luck anymore. And I feel like with Grant Sear, you are unlucky, but now you're starting to get to the into that realm of, oh, I don't know if, you know, you're, uh, there's something else here, dude. You you just can't find the back of the net. His confidence is there. He's trying. He's definitely, like, taking it up a notch. But I feel that for the reason they brought him in and if the Galaxy were to hit the final form, he needs to be a legitimate scoring threat. Defenders... You know, teams, they, they, they need to fear him. Right now, they have an eye on him, but they don't fear him. Um, for me, it's a solid B. It's a very solid B for me. A for effort, but a solid B. He needs to start scoring. He needs to get that monkey off his back. He only has that one goal. Um, and uh, like Cabral, he should have several more. Um, and I, I just think right now that um, I love the, like I said, He's progressing, and I like him, um, but he, he, he's got to be more of a threat on the offensive side. Um, and I, I think for that, he, he loses a few points for me. So it, it's a solid B. If I'm being really nice, I can go up to B+, plus, but I'm going to give him a solid B right now. Um, okay, uh, Kevin Cabral. Well, the biggest difference of your of you putting him and Grand Seer together is that Grand Seer is pretty much much better on the ball and decision making than Cabral in general. Um, yeah, they could be both be missing goals and being unlucky in that sense, which is again very different because there's a lot of times that Cabral's attempts are so soft and just 
blah. And you can tell that Grand Sir is not doing that. He's going for goal real hard. You know what I mean? And he's working. He's working for that. I mean, Cabral has those moments, um, but it's, n- it's not the same thing with uh, Grand Sir. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare the two in general right now. Um, Cabral, he has. He, you know, him and Efrain kind of have the same two goals and one assist. Except uh, Cabral has double the minutes, and you know who he is. He's the star. Well, he should be the star of the show when uh, Chicharito is off the field. Uh, and for that, you know, and, and, and the level of, of play that he's been doing, again, I'm not one that thinks he's the worst thing on the worst person, but we know he needs to be better at this point, and he hasn't delivered. So D plus. I like how Bobby gave the plus. Well, yeah. I again, again. If you're gonna give Efrain like B minus or B or whatever, yeah. and they're both making two goals and one assist, I mean, of course, I'm not gonna throw Kevin Cabral at an F. It's not like he he doesn't do anything at all. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's a D, a straight D for disappointment. I mean, he's he's had. Oh my gosh, it's 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 very frustrating to watch a guy with his skill set just. It's it, and really, it's decision making. It comes down to decision making uh, with Cabral. Um, very frustrating to watch. I think he can be better. He's not applying himself properly. He's not. We talked about it a few weeks ago. He's not putting in the effort. So I have to give him a D. This one's tough for me, to be honest. Um, it's not an F. I'm not gonna give him an F. But I am teetering where Bobby is. It's like a D plus. Um, but also a C minus because the thing is, is that he has put himself in a position to score. He's getting there. You know, he is not disconnected from the team per se. He's not on no man's land. He's not on an island. Remember how Chicharito was just on an island last yeah. season? Yep. You know, he's not there. He is putting himself in a position to score. He's just not finishing up. <laughs> that's and the there's no there's no amazing saves no but involved but, but he's in yeah, that's what, but that's the other thing but the finishing is possible and he does it in such a like blah way lackadaisical as i said last time yep. it's it it, it 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 gives defenders and 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 goalies in a, a, a higher percentage of opportunity to stop his goals when it shouldn't be that way I mean, this last goal, he kind of he did it exactly the same way. It looked like he he just teed up a golf ball, you know, you know, he did it exactly the same way. So I'm just like, oh, my God, that's a yep. That's a Cabral goal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 100 percent. I have to agree with you. I I think that, you know. I uh, got it. It, it, We heard uh, Greg Vanny say this. Uh, Grant Sear has to be more or he's athletic he's you know he's um he's got strength right um he's more physical uh he needs to be a little bit more finesse and cabral is the exact opposite he needs to be more physical less finesse and um it it looks like grand seer has kind of you know like i said he's on the right track cabral is not yet I, i think the physicality of mls i don't think he expected it um i think it really rattles his game but I also feel, like I said, he's he's put himself in position to score. He's had those opportunities because, well, he's been there, right? Um, it's just frustrating that he's not finishing up. You know, and we're talking easy goals. It's not difficult. 
um, goals that I'm sure all of us feel that we would be able to score if we were put in that position. It's 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 kind of uncanny. Some of the some of those some of these goals. No, I can't do it. No, uh, I've been no. <laughs> practicing and I'm um, against pro so, players. No, they'll stop yeah. me. <laughs> um, how modest. Uh, I, I just, like I said, I mean, it, it's obviously frustrating to know that he can finish sitters, but I like the fact that he is finding that space. He is putting himself in, a, I'm, I'm at the right place at the right time. It's just the finishing that's just absolutely horrid and frustrating to watch. Um, so I feel like if he had... I'm not sure if it's confidence. I just feel like once he got the ball rolling, how many goals could he have had already? Right? Like he should mm-hmm. have. I you think know, maybe at least, at least a five, six. Talk, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like six, maybe seven. Um, if you're being really generous, you I mean if you if you're talking about every chance, you're probably closer to ten. But giving him some benefit of the benefit of the doubt, he should probably have like six, maybe seven goals right now, um, which would put him at an A, obviously. Um, but yeah, that finishing, it's just, it's bad. It's really bad. Um, you know, and Bobby said it, his decision-making is just not there. Uh, he plays very just like, I want to say he's, not that he doesn't he's, care. Cause I know he's, he's like trying, the, he's like he's the, just, he, he, he's like the surfer dude of the team. Yeah, you know? it has just to like, be. Don't worry, man. Oh, fucking lost that one. That sucked, right? Like, kind of <laughs> like that. Just like, kind of just whatever. And I think it's just, it's, I think that's him, his personality in general, and just his age. I think I had said, I think I had said on the, I don't remember if it was Balls and Beers, or maybe it, the, it had to be the main show. Um, I'm not even sure if I said it on the pot or if I said it off the pot, but I said, you know what? He kind of has like that, that, style of play that attitude of like very you know lazadaisical very like you know carefree like carlos valderrama except carlos valderrama actually did shit you know valderrama was more aggressive though cabral's more like a a feather like he's like more of a feather but but by the time we but yeah by the time you know valderrama sort of got his 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 reputation for for the the, his style play he was you know at the tail end of his career um no is at the beginning of his career you know what i mean like Carlos Valderrama had time to do all that right 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 i'm just saying that he reminds me i'm still gonna give i'm still gonna give him a d because he's not good enough right now (laughs) it's not good enough with all the chances he's been given it's not happening yeah yeah, so I'm teetering that D plus C minus because, like I said, it's it's honestly mostly the finishing. Um, I don't think we would be worried about his physical play and how he loses balls or whatever if he's scoring those goals. Because yep. if he was, he'd be ha- he would have an A and nothing else would matter. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that he's not finishing, you know, obviously drops his score a lot. But the fact that he is getting those opportunities and he's getting in that position, uh, it's it's like a C minus. But just uh, I'm hurts. in that range. Yeah, C minus D plus range for me. Um, it's not going to go anything higher than a C minus. And like I said, I think C minus. I'm being very generous right there. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the uh, the forwards. Not many of them. Um, um, I think these are easier actually. Ethan Zubak. Um, D. I'd. You're gonna go D. Yep. Uh, I can't go that. Far. Well, this season I get no. I'll give him a C plus. I feel Ooh. like he, he 
I feel like he does more. He, he when he, I mean, when he makes goals and stuff, he does more than he than, than we expect at all times. So I guess that's why. Um, it's it, it's a. Uh, I think I'm being hard on Zubac here. Um, it is a D for me. Um, but again, it, the expectations here has to be low. The, the guy is yeah. not supposed to be scoring yeah. and he's, at and will. He's still meeting under those expe- those low expectations. Yeah. Like that's what uh, the D is for. D is for it doesn't do anything. <laughs> Uh, like they stop, they stop trying to feed him. Yeah, when he's on the field, he's not. Yeah, uh, D. Yeah, because because I, I can't even say the way uh, I could put it, Saldana or Depew in there, where it's like, oh, he's serviceable and he's doing, nope. you know, he's doing enough. Like Ethan Zubek is not that, and, and it's unfortunate because he is in a position where, look, your only job is to score, or at least all eyes are on you. To score as your only as the only striker, right? He can he can have good hold up play, but he doesn't I mean, have that. You know, it's he not his have... only job. It's not his only job. It's on not. Team. It's yeah, not. But but, it's but just... still, like even the other. It's stuff also not the job like, anybody doing. really expects is going to be done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um, he, yeah. he's he's not contributing. He's he's not. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, and it's just again, he's put in a position kind of like to fail. Um, but and I think I'm being hard on him because of the expectation. But yeah, it, it, it's a D for me. Um, Cameron Dunbar. Have we seen enough of Cameron Dun- Dunbar? Uh, to Cameron, make a... Cameron Dunbar Didn't he just come in has once? a C. No, he's he's gotten a lot of sub minutes, I think. And Cameron Dunbar, I expected a lot more from him. He's coming in bright energy. There was one play that I could think of that Cameron Dunbar has like really significantly contributed to uh, to to an attack. Um, I think he's the way he's been utilized is pretty much what his strengths are. But against some of the lesser teams and the way that we've been putting him out there, I feel like he should be doing better. I'm going to give him a C. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure how to grade uh, Dunbar here. I don't think he's really come up <clears throat> in too many matches. He's at, He has come up in, so. uh, like, uh, as uh, as substitutes. doesn't have that many minutes, but I don't think he's played a really big factor in like, – too many. I think the only one that I can think of again, I think it's that LAFC game where he's putting pressure on uh, that yep. causes the turnover. That's the only thing that I can really remember that really stood out for me. Yeah. Um. And that was very early in the season. So, um, I, I again, it, it's like a for effort, but other than that, you're not really contributing. Um. Again, expectations are low. I don't want to put a D because I think again, that's kind of being harsh. Um, I'm actually just going to cop out here and say incomplete. I don't think that he, he has been put in a spot where like, hey, I need you to go he out and do something and then he's actually done it. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I'm going to give Cameron uh, Dunbar either incomplete or to be determined. Right now, I just haven't yeah. really seen much for me of right, anything. For me right now, he's just the guy to save legs. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and he doesn't have enough time to show anything, even for himself. So yeah, incomplete. I mean yeah, he started. He's started games. Yeah, and I haven't like in... I said, it's I haven't seen anything. Mm. So it's just I mean yeah, like I said, I, I can be I can be tough. I can say D plus C minus the same way, but I, I just feel like this is a more of a t- to be determined. And I agree with Bobby. I think he's just kind of going in there as a filler because there's nothing really else to throw in there uh if you had like chicharito and now with uh Jovalich, uh in there you know how many minutes does dunbar actually yeah, see I, right yeah, so like, i also him. think that dunbar 
Dunbar squandered some of his good opportunities that he's had. Right. He hasn't had as many as Cabral, but there's been a couple times where I'm like, oh, Dunbar's got to score right there. He's got to yeah, score. So, so yeah. Uh, like I said, I can be harsh on him. I'm not, I'll say, to be determined. Yeah. And finally, guys, uh, Javier Hernandez. Uh, I mean, it's um, with the injury. Yeah, yeah, it's but. it's hard to gauge. I would say at the beginning of the season, the first ten games, a plus. Um, it, given that he's been out with an injury, and and look, I'll be honest with you, um, I'm not entirely sure how much of a physical problem this is anymore. Um, but I think that um, for the way he came in, I, I have to give for. For what he's shown me, he hasn't been to class in a while, but the work that he's done so far has been outstanding. So I'll give him an A. Okay, so he's definitely got, he has, he still definitely has an A. I mean, um, he's out because of injury, because it's an injury. Um, We'll see what happens when he gets back in, but he still is tied as the number three. Oh no! In the no, he's number move? five. He's number five in MLS as the top scorer still, yeah. with all the games that he missed, all the games that he's missed. So that has to be an A. It's an A for me as well. Uh, we talked about this while he was playing. You know, it's a completely different Chicharito. Um, not only on the field, but just mentally, he's just in a completely different place. He's in a better place. He was enjoying himself. And I know he's missed a lot of games. You know, he's been gone since the 4th, you know, he got injured 4th of July. Um, I haven't seen him since he was taken out, you know, for quote unquote precautionary reasons. All of a sudden, a month later, that's a hell of a precaution, right? So obviously you start thinking, uh, you know, what's the excuse here? I don't buy that. Here is a guy who is on top of the MLS world playing his best soccer in a while. He has redeemed himself in every way possible. He was the leading goal scorer in MLS. He is not randomly going to say, I don't want to play anymore. Uh, I, I'm sure. just going to sit down sure, because no, no, I'm, not no. I, I, I I'm, think, not, I'm not I don't one think of those people. No, that, no. I don't so, think he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to play anymore. I'm, I'm choosing to bow out. I think that he's that we've, we've already seen the way he has his emotions, his heart on his sleeve. I think that some of the things that are happening to him in his personal life are giving him, are are making it harder for him to concentrate on his physical recovery. And and then you can say, and, and look for people that are, that are like that. It's, it's very easy to see that their mental state affects their physical state. Um, it could be. I just, I, I'm just right now, I'm not buying it. I, I think he was in a good place mentally. I think, if anything, it was just a setback of like, man, I was on top of the world and this happened. And it's like the same injury that, you know, took me out last season. So it, I'm sure that's the frustrating part. I think he's, uh, honestly, I don't know what is going on in his personal life, but I, I just think mentally he's stronger to where he can overcome it. Um, he has overcome it already. Um, I just don't see. You know, all the conspiracy theories out there. I get the frustration, you know, that he's not playing. But I have to imagine that he wants to get on the field ASAP and that it is bothering him that he went out when he did because he's just not randomly going to take himself out or just randomly just mentally be, you know, out of it 
when he's playing the best soccer he's played in a Galaxy uh, jersey. Uh, the best, you know, are, you know, everyone was talking about him in MLS. He was like the golden boy, the guy that was supposed to be lighting the league up on fire. He was doing it. Um, so for him to just take himself out of the mix or for him to, to just all of a sudden just revert back, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's an injury. Uh, I think what, you know, it's because it's not the first time it's happened, that it's a prolonged one. People get frustrated. But no, you you, you got to like just take a step back and say, man, this guy was on top of the world. He was just not going to step away from it. So, um, especially on a team that, again, was, you know, is dependent on him, uh, who, you know, seems to be, you know, he wasn't even focused on himself. He's always giving credit to his players. I'm sure, you know, he was a, a good locker room guy. He fit in that locker room. Uh, people loved him as much as he loved his teammates. And so it, it just, it kind of bothers me when people just start turning on him when it's not really his fault right now. Um, so, um it's an A for me. I, I just I just don't understand how you would give him anything lower. Having Bobby said ten goals and he's still near the top of the well, leaderboard keep, and he's keep, missed so many games. It's just right now. Keep, at this in, keep point, in mind. Saying, keep in mind. I gave him an A. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Keep I in know. mind. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not turning on him. No one's turning on him. Oh no, no. I'm, I'm not saying you, but I've seen a I'm, lot I'm of things on Twitter out, and just, people are really starting to like uh, start yeah, coming out with like their the theories thing is, and... the thing is lewis had to get defensive because you started leaking in some of these conspiracy things that's the thing yes i mean i'm just i'm just You're... saying wow how i see how i see things yeah. i'm not saying i'm not i'm not because of the conspiracy, conspiracy twitter things. world <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not, there's no conspiracy i'm just saying that i don't think that it's 100 percent physical right now for him I think that he's, uh, he's, he's okay. He's that's different, but your insinuation yeah. was came off very differently. Okay. okay, I I mean I didn't say that you know that he he's got the he he got the vaccination with the with the four G LTE instead of the five G like the rest of us did. I didn't say that. No, I didn't what say you that were he's insi- actually an alien under <sighs> under all those things and and what his you, time what is you up were, and so he had to leave you were and come ins- back for what, a while. What you were insinuating was that he was he was he was. He was Making a decision to not come back no, because no, he wanted to no, work on something no, else I, has not something even else. close to what I what I insinuated. Mm. Not even close. What I, mean, I said you, fit, you cleared it up later on. But sometimes that is what some it came people's off as. mental state can affect their physical state. Again, that's what I said. You cleaned it up later on after Lewis started getting I, on I, you, but that's I how think, it came off. I, no, what I think what I think happened is you guys made up a story <laughs> in your heads when I said something, and then listen to I the show again, David. Listen to the show. Listen to the show. <laughs> okay. You know you love to, to, to okay. spread Twitter again, shit too. So again, come on. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying. And by the way, this isn't something that I like saw on on Twitter. This is just like things that I've seen myself and putting the two and two together i'm not saying like there's a whole you know like underground secret galaxy uh fan group that is uh spreading this rumor not not what i'm saying i I don't know what i don't know what you guys think i like get into but not it (laughs) like honestly like the conspiracy shit that you guys think I'm into, it, like your conspiracies of what my I think my Man, conspiracies are are bigger conspiracies. David is cracked. <laughs> this turns out to go really weird. Listen, listen to the show because you're gonna hear what we're saying. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right, guys. So that that's it uh, for the players. Uh, Jesus one, Christ! Thank you guys one, for uh, one final this far in. Yeah, uh, so when would it be the first time? Uh, Galaxy, overall grade for the Galaxy. What do you guys say? I'm going to give them a B. Uh, I'm giving them an A minus. 
especially since a big-ass turn from the season we had before. And the team, not just the season, the team, the philosophy, uh, everything. I mean, right now, look at this team. Right now, I'm kind of, look at, I know everybody's upset that Chicharito's not around, but I feel like this is a blessing in disguise because the team gets get to get, get to know each other right now in this very odd way where guys are coming in and out and getting turned around because of injuries or red cards or whatever. And I feel like this is kind of building the, uh, a huge backbone for uh, a spine uh, for for the LA Galaxy right now. Uh, so when yeah. Javier comes back in and he gets interjected, um, I mean, again, this is I'm hoping, you know, things will start like there'll be a little bit of a lock in with the team and that cherry on top that we can actually u- utilize and hopefully uh, fit into the joint will be Chicharito. This was uh, a little... This is a little tricky for me, to be honest, because on paper, it's an A, right? Because you are by far exceeding all of my expectations. You're not supposed to be in third place right now. You're not supposed to have been in first place um, this point of the season. Um, so if that's the case, it's it's definitely an A. However, you know, you haven't really looked great in the victories that you have gotten. Uh, some of it's luck. Some of it is you're making your own luck. You know, good teams find ways to win, and that's what the Galaxy were doing uh, for a while. Um, and so there's only, like, a handful of, like, really good games that you played. Off the top of my head, uh, Portland, um, Austin, and for 75 minutes in a losing effort, Kansas City. Um, other than that, you haven't really looked, like, spectacular. So it's kind of hard for me to say A, right? But you also have to remember that you're doing this without your A squad, right? You're, you, you've gone through with, you know, injuries through, uh, you know, call-ups, national team call-ups, suspensions, um, new players coming in what seems like every week. You know, things are constantly changing, and yet you're still maintaining, you know, that high standing. Um, and... If you give an A, you're kind of saying it's not really room for improvement. But there is a lot of room for improvement for the Galaxy here. So it's like that A, but nothing lower than a B plus. But just the fact that they are in the position that they're in without their best players, without having consistency in their lineup, without having the chemistry and still exceeding all of my expectations, it has to be an A. It has to be an A. And there's still room for improvement, which is which is a scary thought. Yeah, but that's the thing. The, be. the room for improvement is the later grade. Right now we're is the later grade, right yeah. now. Yeah. I, I, like I said, because of all of this, it, it's it's hard for me not to give them an A. But, it, I mean, I'm not going to get anything lower than B+. But it's, God, that this just, this team is, it, it is special. Even if you're not looking great, it's special. So, uh, for me, it is an A+. Uh, so two things that I do want to like, just kind of pick up on before we, we leave. And I know the show is running a little long, so I apologize. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to leave that for now. I'll leave this part of the, our starting 11 because we haven't, we don't know if we're going to get all of our players back on Sunday. So we'll, uh, we'll leave that for another day. Uh, cause it is running long, uh, upcoming games. Now this is a, um, yeah. So, we're going to start second half of the season and July was tough. He had six games in July. Um, 
a lot of games on the road. Uh, so now you have August. You've played two of them. One game, both of them at home. You won one game. You drew the other. Uh, now you're going to get into a very, very tough stretch in the season, starting with Saturday. You have to go to Minnesota. Um, it is a playoff team. Uh, you're on the road. Um, Galaxy are capable of winning this game, but it, it's a tough game. That's a Saturday. On Tuesday, you fly all the way back. Um, you play Colorado. That's a tough game. They are definitely a playoff team. They are right behind you in the standings. You cannot afford to drop points uh, to this team. Definitely can't afford to lose to this team. That's a tough game on, you know, three days coming back from cross country. That's tough. And three days later, three games in seven days, you play San Jose. Once again, you're at home. But here's a team that has not lost since you beat them June 26th. They've actually um, have got a little bit of momentum heading um, heading into this week. Three games in, se- in, in seven days. That is absolutely ridiculously tough. Uh, then you get a week break before you play LAFC. Uh, that's a road game. And then you go to Colorado. Uh, I think there's a FIFA break because that doesn't happen until September 11th. So um, this is a tough stretch for the Galaxy. And... Um, you know, we talked about how one game, one game away from first place. You know, after August, chances are you wouldn't be in first place. I'd be kind of surprised if you ended up there. But um, what do you guys think about this schedule? This is this is brutal. I mean, it's tough, but that's MLS, right? Like this, this is this is the league that you expect to. The league you play in this is the league you league you expect to be. This is what you have to kind of deal with. So it's it's gonna be brutal. But you know the galaxy. We'll see how we'll see where they end up when they get through it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think that this is going to hit us a lot more than most teams in the league uh, because we have completely new players that are not uh, they're not acclimated to to this weather, this kind of travel um, in the league. So it's going to hurt, and they're going to get fatigued really badly. So we'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, if you need all your players healthy, this is the stretch of uh, of games where you, you can use it. Uh, hopefully, Chirarito is back uh, for the Minnesota game. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I think Victor Vasquez is expected back for this game. Uh, you're still missing, it looks like, Viafania. I think he had, like, a hyperextended knee. I'm not sure what the timeline of recovery uh, for that is, but when you're dealing with knee issues, I can't imagine that yeah. it's, you know, day-to-day. You, you want to let, that, you wanna let that, that heal properly, yeah. or, or, you know, you want to be uh, give precaution. I think that um, that Acosta is going to be fine uh, in there. We we did just sign Nick Hamalanian. I'm not about to try to attempt. I just was going to start going, Hama, Hama, Hama. Hama, Hama, All I know is that is, there's a lot of uh, the, the umlaut, so if he ever scores, it's going to suck typing his name. <laughs> nah, they got I'm, the copy and paste. They got I'm a, nah, I'm just going to call him Nico. I'm talking that? about me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, then just use Nico. I'm telling you. you know, pro go. tip. All right. 
Um, you know, it's funny because, you know, we, so when Kevin Baxter and Josh were reporting that there was still one signing that, you know, they're working on and they think they can go through, I was in my head, I was like, you know, what will we get? It has to be domestic player, right? I mean, we're out of international spots. Um, you know, what, where is the position of need per se? We have a, a crowded midfield, but there's like, you know, we had an empty, you know, July where like a lot of them were missing. So maybe you want a, you know, a, a midfielder. Uh, but then if like, you know, we sell for whatever reason, Julian Rojo or something, you know, like then you have Onyo Fisher in there and then that's it. So maybe you need another defender. Um, I doubt that they would have uh, signed another striker. It turned out to be another defender. So I thought that was interesting. I, I Coming from QPR, um, I, I thought that was uh, kind of a weird signing. Uh, the, the fact that the Galaxy really went out of the way to get, to get this done before the, uh, the transfer window closes was kind of a, at least for me personally, was kind of a head scratcher. Um, but turns out that, hey, they, they might need him. Um, so um, <clears throat> he also played for LAFC. For a bit as well. Yeah, so I think three games, um, right? Yeah. So when was that? Last year? The, I think it was last year. I mm. think. I don't remember. Um, but uh, yeah. So he'll be the second player to have played for both clubs. Uh, Sasha Question being the first. Yes, that counts. Uh, um, Jorge <laughs> played for Chivas USA. Did he really? Oh, that's uh, right. He did. Um, uh, who's goalkeeper? What's his name? Um, Dan Kennedy played for Chivas USA. Um, well, Dan Kennedy like played for like 18 minutes. Pipa Anis played for Chivas USA. He's he's not <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's right. not the first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Yeah. Um, Marcelo Saragosa played for Chivas USA. It counts. It so. counts. It all counts. Um, so yeah. Uh, we'll get to our starting eleven probably another time. Uh, we're we're running late. Do you guys have anything else to say? Uh, I do. I do have one thing to bring up, and it's it, it has been uh, something that's been that has been. Uh, I've seen a lot of people complain about. I've I brought it up a few weeks ago when um, I first witnessed it. But um, after the game, they're uh, usually following a win. Uh, the supporter groups uh, go into the parking lot and celebrate, and uh, you know basically do do a mosh pit and. Um, the, I remember the first time that I was there for that after, uh, after we, I, I wanted to go over it and, and check it out. And I remember my wife getting like very paranoid, like, no, 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 don't go over there. You know, don't take the kids. It's dangerous. They're being crazy. I'm like, it's just a bunch of guys like just jumping around and singing and celebrating. Like, it's fine. It'll be fine. Um, uh, I know Bobby, you got a lot of footage of that stuff. Um, the, the one thing that I noticed then when, when, uh, when it happened a few weeks ago was, uh, after about 15 minutes of all that, you know, happening, um, the, you know, uh, cops that were on, on scene in the parking lot, uh, came over and were annoyingly aggressive with their sirens. And I thought, well, this, this is a little bit excessive. Um, it's gotten worse. It's gotten significantly worse. Um, the last two times I've been at the stadium for, you know, for, for that same thing, um, there's been more and more police presence, more and more sirens blaring their horns, honking, like leaving the horns, leaving the sirens at full blast and just like, just very excessive and just very unnecessary. Um, something happened that was a little bit different this last, uh, game that I was at, um, almost immediately there was about 
15 to 20 squad cars um, ready to break up the the celebrations of the Galaxy fans, celebrating a draw. Um, and really all it is is just, you know, everybody's just getting the rest of their energy out. I mean, you know, worst case, it goes for about 30 more minutes and then everybody, go, you know, gets tired and goes home. But the way the police has the police who has been working on site at the at the stadium has responded to it feels really gross um uh there were kids crying because of how loud it was um and uh i kept saying to people well this is pretty inconsiderate of the police to come out here and just be noisy like they need to be more considerate of the neighbors uh because they the, their noise far exceeded uh, exceeded the 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 noise that any of the Galaxy fans were making. And again, you go and you go, you bang around for 20 minutes, and then everybody goes home. Not a big deal. There have been um, a little bit of incidents the same way there are after every game, as people drink and you know get a little too uh, you know jumpy or whatever. But nothing to the point that requires a, a straight up a paddy wagon uh that was in the parking lot and and the the level of concentration of police presence that there was uh this past weekend um there's been a lot of talk also about the poor attendance numbers i don't think that there there's any reason for concern about the attendance numbers it's a crappy day in august when there's you know more covid cases rising people are being more cautious um you know again a a sunday five in the afternoon game when it's going to be warm in august um so i don't think there's any reason for for that but if there's going to be something that's going to drive away fans it's going to be the way that they get they get treated post game by the police yeah the the fo was taking uh, quite a beating on social media because of that um it looked like everything just kind of avalanched in uh you know with, with the police presence obviously you know yeah. they- um <clears throat> They, they they had that they're talking about you know getting uh, rid of the hot dog vendors. They no, they got rid of about... them. There were no there were no hot dog vendors. Um, okay. and, and it and it really does seem like every time the galaxy community feels like they're coming together and they're like they've got this really good sort of feelings for it, the FO comes over and uh, and really just shoots themselves in the foot and and draws the ire of the uh, of the fan base. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of odd timing um, about how everything kind of went down. And it's funny because everything just got avalanche. I know there was a, someone had put up a, a picture like, you know, what the hell, guys? Like, this is what my pizza looks like. I don't know if you saw that, David. Oh, like, yeah. But that, I mean, but, but that to me is I think that's incidental. Like, who cares about that? Like, this is this other thing. Uh, I mean, know, I mean, obviously, the there's more to me that, that seems a little yes. more uh, a little more sort of overreaching. Um and and you know anytime you give, well, nah, blah, blah. <laughs> it, it just it 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 just felt excessive and unnecessary, and I feel bad that um that it's sort of you know gone to a point where where they they've given license uh to 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 do that. I mean the FO has no real you know control over that, but it still feels icky. All right. Well, thank you for listening. This is Elliot's Our House episode 230. <laughs> Saying goodbye. <laughs> David and Lewis. Good night. Follow me on uh, follow me on davesconspiracytheories.com <laughs> <laughs>
Galaxy Dave. Galaxy Dave, the Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 